Hi, everyone. Welcome to Legacy TV. My name is Sarah, and I am so honored that you tuned in today to listen to the Word. You know, every time you take time to sit down and listen to the Word of God or put it in your eyes, read the Word of God, you are opening yourself up to God. You are just saying, Lord, I give you access into my life. And let's just pray and come into agreement that we're going to open our heart up to Him today and receive all that He has for us during these broadcasts over the next few weeks. Father, we love you so much. Thank you for your word. Oh, where would we be without your word? We are so thankful, grateful people. Thank you for Jesus. Thank you for the Holy Spirit. We ask you to open our eyes to see you in Scripture today. We ask you to give us revelation, Lord, that is beyond what we've seen so far. Eyes that see Jesus and ears that hear and hearts that are wide open and wide open to everything you have for us. Give us what we need today. We receive it from you in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, turn in your Bibles with me today. I want to start in Psalm 31. And this scripture, verse 19, is so good. It is so good. And it's about the goodness of the Lord. That's why it's so good. But I, um, I've read this scripture so many times and I am getting more light in, on it today than I ever have. Isn't that amazing how the word of God is just alive? It is living and it is powerful and it will do something new in your life all the time. That's why you always wanna be in it, immersed in it and let it get in you. So I wanna read this to you today. Psalm 31, 19, and let's just have a little Bible study, okay? This is going to be so much fun over these next few weeks, studying the Word of God and getting light and seeing some new things. It says, Oh, how great is your goodness, which you have laid up for those who fear you, which you have prepared for those who trust in you. Those two things, two characteristics of a person who constantly sees the goodness of the Lord. What are those two things? It's a person who fears the Lord or respects or honors Him. And it's a person who just simply trusts in God. You know, that's what faith is, real faith. It's just simple faith, simple trust in God. Verse 20 says, you shall hide them in the secret place of your presence. You shall hide them in the secret place of your presence. There is a hiding place in God. There is a secret place, a safe refuge that God has created for us to not only just go to once in a while, but to live in, to dwell in. And it's that secret place that we see all throughout Scripture. I'm going to read you a few more Scriptures all about this hiding place. You are, this is, let's see, Psalm 32. This is the chapter over in verse 7. You are my hiding place. You shall preserve me from trouble. You shall surround me with songs of deliverance. Let me read you a few more. This is in Psalm 17, verse eight. Keep me as the apple of your eye. Hide me under the shadow of your wings. Psalm 119, 14. 
You are my hiding place and my shield. I hope in your word. Psalm 61, three through four. For you have been a shelter for me, a strong tower from the enemy. I will abide in your tabernacle forever. I will trust in the shelter of your wings. Psalm 90, verse one. Lord, you have been our dwelling place, our hiding place in all generations. And of course, the most famous one that you and I probably think of, Psalm 91. And I wanna just read that to you. It is so, so good. Psalm 91, verse one, and we all know this. Any of us word people know this as our famous protection chapter. But verse one says, he who dwells in the secret place of the most high shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Now, here's the interesting thing. A lot of translations here say you can go to God to hide. He is your hiding place. Anytime you see the word hiding, you can also think of the word secret. So even if you look it up in the dictionary, your hiding place is your secret place. And it's so interesting to me how all through scripture, you will see three words combined or together in scripture, hiding place, secret place, and abiding place. And we see here that God has created a secret place that you can not only go once in a while when you need him, but a place you can live and a place where you can abide. I was thinking about Psalm 91 this morning because every day on the way to school, we read Psalm 91 as a family. And the Lord just directed me to do this at the beginning of this school year, that we should start reading Psalm 91 on the way to school. And we do it probably, you know, while we're in line waiting, maybe 10 minutes before they get to the door to get out of the car. And I just started reading it all the time in all these different translations. And um, one of my favorite translations is Psalm 91, and it's in the easy to read version. And that's a good one to read to your kids. Um, I started reading this to Justice and Jesse and Jeremy would be driving. I'm not reading it while I'm driving, okay? (laughs) I just want you to know that. But whenever I'm just riding along, it says in verse one, you can go to God most high to hide. You can go to God all powerful for protection. I will say to the Lord, you are my place of safety, my fortress, my God, I trust in you. You know, all this whole passage, we see this picture of a place of, of uh, a hidden place, a hiding place or a secret place, or the way it looks in this is a, a picture of a, a fortress or a, a tower, a castle. Have you ever heard that scripture? Man, one of my favorites. It comes up in my heart all the time. I actually sing it all the time. You know, that's one of the best things you can do is sing scripture. There is no better song than a song that is full of scripture. And I think about this, um, I hear some amens over here on the side. You're not supposed to know anybody else is in here, but my guys are here like, amen, amen. You gotta remember to be quiet over there. I'm just playing. You can say amen. Okay, so um, in this scripture though, uh, Proverbs 18.10, it says, the name of the Lord is a strong tower. See, that's the same kind of picture, a refuge or a tower, a shelter, a place of safety, 
a place that's hidden from the enemy, a place that's uh, even up high, a higher place. You know, every castle that I've ever been to when I've traveled, it's kind of set up on a hill. It's a little higher than other things. That means it's just, it's got the advantage. And that's what God gives us. He sets us up on high, on a, on a, in a fortress up on high. But I love this. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and are safe. Woo, that makes me so happy. That is the word of God. And I believe that. But as we drive to school, we think about this. We meditate on Psalm 91 about uh, this fortress. And we think about, we say of the Lord, he's our refuge and our fortress, our God in whom we trust. Um, in this version, the easy to read version, it says, you are my place of safety, my fortress, my God, I trust in you. There it is again, the trust factor that this person who continually sees the goodness of God, they're continually trusting in God. They're continually honoring God. They're continually looking to God for protection, for safety, for healing. They go after God. They don't just look to themselves to take care of themselves. They're looking to someone who is uh, much more able, much more capable to deliver them. But I just wanna keep reading. Isn't it good just to read the word of God? It, and you know, on top of that, I'll tell you this. Here's my little pet peeve. I'll tell you this, this is my soapbox, I guess. There is nothing I could say to you, nothing greater than to give you, to read to you scripture, to read to you the word of God. No preacher you'll ever listen to will ever say anything that is more clever or more uh, awe-inspiring than just to read the word of God. And so I wanna just read this to you. As I'm reading this to you, let it be seed sown in your heart. Did you know this, the word of God is incorruptible seed. That means if you'll let it be planted in the soil of your heart, it will over time produce a harvest. Man, isn't that what you want? A harvest of the word of God? So I'm just gonna keep reading. This is, this is good stuff. Verse three says, God will save you from hidden dangers and from deadly diseases. Deadly diseases. Now this, this protection chapter is not just for, uh, to prevent a car wreck in your life or to prevent someone from um, breaking into your home. Yes, it is. But this protection chapter is also powerful in regards to protecting you to be your defense against sickness and disease. God will save you from hidden dangers and from deadly diseases. You can go to him for protection. He will cover you like a bird spreading its wings over its babies. Isn't that cool that God shows us in his word? This is such a nurturing picture. It is like a, a bird spreading its wings over its baby. That, that's, a, that's a caregiver. That's someone who is, is totally and completely um, full, has you on their mind, is so in love with you that they are caring for you, that they spread their wings out over you and protect you from every everything that could come against you. You can trust him to surround and protect you like a shield. You will have nothing to fear at night and no need to be afraid of, any, of enemy arrows during the day. You will have no fear of diseases that come in the dark or terrible suffering that comes at noon. And I just had this come up in my heart as I'm sitting here. I wanna encourage moms and dads, you never have to be afraid for your children's sake. When they go to school, you never have to be afraid 
for their safety or their protection. You can always trust God to surround them, to cover them. You know, God loves your babies more than you love your babies. He cares for them. He watches over them like a mother hen wrapping his, uh, wrapping her arms around them. He cares for them more than you could. And it's, there's nothing you could do. Um, there's nothing <clears throat> that you could ever do for your children that is greater than trusting in God, trusting Him for protection when they're at school, when they're going about their day. He will cover them. He will protect them. And verse six says, you will have no fear of diseases that come in the dark or terrible suffering that comes at noon. A thousand people may fall dead at your side or 10,000 right beside you, but nothing bad will happen to you. All you have to do is watch and you will see that the wicked are punished. You trust in the Lord for protection. You have made God most high your place of safety. So nothing bad will happen to you. No diseases will come near your home. He will command his angels to protect you wherever you go. Their hands will catch you so that you will not hit your foot on a rock. You will have power to trample on lions and poisonous snakes. The Lord says, if someone trusts me, I will save them. I will protect my followers who call to me for help. When they call to me, I will answer them. I will be with them in trouble. I will rescue them and I will honor them. I will give my followers a long life and show them my power to save. This is so, uh, I just, I feel like I'm living in the middle of this right now because right now at my kids' school, they keep sending home letters and talking about the flu virus and how it has just run rampant in the schools. And in this area of the country, in schools all over, they've had to close schools, shut schools down because of the flu. And our family, every year, we take our flu vaccine. Now, this is kind of a funny topic right now. Everybody's kind of making fun of us for how we believe about this. But the truth is, the Word of God is more potent than any vaccine you could ever take. And I'm not telling you never to take medicine or never to take a vaccine again. What I am telling you is that the Word of God is higher and it has power and it has strength and it has, a, it has the ability to go, to go in and surround you like a shield, to be a hiding place for you, to be a shelter for you, a secret place, it will actually, it'll, it'll surround you. And if you believe God, if you trust in the Lord, if you honor the Lord, if you call on Him, and I'm just telling you, I, you know, this is such a huge deal to me right now because I, <laughs> you know, we read this Psalm 91 on the way to school every day. And my kids are used to it by now. And then we pray every day, Father, I thank you that you are a shield to all those who trust you. You are our refuge. You are our fortress. You are this family's fortress. We call on you for protection. We make you our secret place. And in you, we hide. 
You are our hiding place. And not long ago, um, Justice's teacher, his classroom teacher came up to me and she said that they were all talking about how the flu has just hit the second grade so hard and how everyone's out of school. Justice's best friend um, out with the flu, who he hangs out with and he's, he sits by in class, who he's in constant interaction with. And he's out with the flu. People all over. I mean, they are just, they said it is, it is they've never seen it like this. And so they're talking about it at school all the time. Everybody's talking about it. The teachers are complaining about it. They're, you know, a lot of people are saying how bad it is. Well, Justice goes up to his teacher and says, Miss um, So-and-so, you know uh, why we don't have the flu at our house? <laughs> you want to know why? He said, because every morning on the way to school, we say a thousand will fall at my side. 10,000 at my right hand, but the flu will not come near us. And she just looked at him and she came up to me and she said, Justice just came up to me and said this after class. And you know what's the funny thing? She's a believer and she loves God and she actually believes like us. But he came up and he ministered that to her. And then <laughs> I thought, well, that's awesome, buddy. Thank you for just ministering the word and standing. He's he has joined and hooked his faith with me and Jeremy. And we are seeing it. We have not had the flu in our house when people all around us have. And you know what? If you've had the flu this season, this is no condemnation. You know what? Absolutely not. But I'm just telling you from, from my standpoint, I know the only reason that we have not had the flu is because we came before the Lord and took communion and we stood on his word and we stood and we surrounded ourselves with the word of God and we um, we came before his presence and we declared that there was a wall, a great big wall of protection surrounding us. And we hid ourselves in Jesus. And you know, every time we pray that prayer in the car, I would say, you know, a thousand may fall at our side, 10,000 at our right hand, but it will not come near us. You give your angels charge over us to keep us. No plague will come near our dwelling. No sickness will come near us. The flu cannot come near us. No evil will come near us. Did you know evil is, disease is included in the, in all, that's a part of evil. That's a part of the curse. And at the very end of this prayer, every time I pray it, this comes up out of my spirit and we are hidden in the healer. And I just want to talk to you about that over these next few weeks, what it means to live and abide in Jesus, what it means to be hidden in the healer. Not very long ago, I, um, I also got another email from another teacher at Justice School, his music teacher. And I know that she actually, she loves the Lord. I don't know what they believe exactly about faith and healing and, and protection, all these things. But they started to talk about the flu and how many kids were sick in that, in that class, a different class. And she wrote me this email. And I actually typed it up because I wanted to read it to you. How It blessed me so much. She said, I love him. She said, talking about justice, she said, I love him so much. I meant to tell you a couple of weeks ago that we were all sitting in class chatting about how many kids were sick this year. Justice came up to me after class and he said that he prays Psalm 91 every day before he goes to school and that he trusts that his God is fighting for him. She says, I was so touched by his faith and so encouraged. 
This is a seven-year-old, okay? I mean, this is just how God works through, he can work through your children when you plant the word of God in them. She says, I was so touched by his faith, so encouraged. I wanted to let him know that I have printed Psalm 91 and it is up on my mirror of my classroom. I'm so thankful that he shared this with me. Love you guys. And then she wrote the scripture right after that, that she has printed now and put up in her classroom. Because he loves me, says the Lord, I will rescue him. I will protect him for he acknowledges my name. Psalm 91, 14. Man, this blessed me. This just blessed my heart. Just the faith, the faith in God, like little spirit like that can grab a hold of the word of God when it's consistently planted. I wanna encourage you to, to plant the word of God in your children. When God leads you, when you, you just have a, an unction or something on the inside that says to you, go share the scripture with your child or go minister to them. It, only ta- it could only be for a couple of minutes that you tell them a scripture and then you just let the Holy Spirit expound on it and bring light to your children. It'll do wonders for them. And then before you know it, you've got these little warriors, uh, these little arrows that they are um, just sent into the school systems and they are ministering to not only the kids that are around them, but they're ministering to their teachers, a child that knows how good God is, that trusts in Him, that fears God. This is how we're all supposed to be. We're all supposed to live and abide in this place, childlike faith that is consistently trusting in God, consistently honoring God. And when we do, we will see the goodness of God in the land of the living. He is so good. God is so faithful to watch over His Word and perform it in our lives. And it is true that we can live every single day uh, in a secret place, in a hiding place, in a fortress that's secure from the enemy, in a place that no evil can come near us, no enemy can come near our dwelling places, that we are protected from sickness and disease and disaster and calamity. We can live our whole lives completely hidden in the healer. Hey, thank you so much for listening to the Legacy TV podcast. We hope you enjoyed this. And if you'd like to hear more of Jeremy and Sarah, subscribe to this podcast and download the Legacy Studios app. From there, you'll have access to the Legacy Television broadcast, the Legacy Letter magazine, and so much more. You can also visit pearsonsministries.com to contact us directly and find out how you can get involved with everything that's happening here at Legacy Studios. Be blessed today. We love you. Remember, you are always welcome here in the House of Faith.